Smother, podcast where we cover the E&E show Bates Motel. Tonight, we are covering Season 5, Episode 6, titled Marion. I'm Sue. I'm Em. Buckle up, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> For what? We're... This episode, so much happened. <laughs> this was just crazy. I oh, my gosh. Just can't even. I know. I had so many feelings. I know. Like, I got to work on Monday after watching this, and I'm looking around at my workmates, and I'm like, you guys all really suck because I need to talk to someone. <laughs> And I can't talk to my sister. No one is watching this. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, this was, we got some answers and we got the shower scene. I wasn't expecting the shower scene and then another four episodes after it. (laughs) I kind of was. It just seemed like that's what they were doing. I didn't think... I thought maybe the shower scene was going to be, like, the penultimate episode or something, you know. I didn't... I didn't see it coming this quickly. <laughs> so... Oh, so man. Yeah. That last shower scene, I just... I've watched it three times now, and I just have this, like, huge, shocked... A stupid grin on my face the entire time. I'm so excited. <laughs> I just can't believe what's happening. <laughs> I can't believe what they did. I just, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, they did it. It was very thrilling. <laughs> it was. It was. And pretty, pretty stabby. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of my prediction that they're gonna like go full violent. Yeah, it was pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> that final stab was really super gross. Oh my <laughs> word! The knife goes in so hard right in his shoulder blade. Oh, oh, oh that would hurt so bad. <laughs> so bad. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, should we? Uh, this is going to be the feedback episode. We already know it's going to be two. Because <laughs> <Yep. laughs> we got feedback from people that don't send in feedback. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Everyone wants to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. We should get started then. Yep. See what all of our guests have to say. Um. So, and I kind of did a cursory glance over them. I didn't read them all, but kind of like did a quick read and we got some for and some against. So it should be interesting. So, yep. Um, Okay. So this first comment card is from Paris or Patty. (laughs) Um, He, he, his subject is. You have to read his title. (laughs) Bates Motel, Season 5, Episode 6, The Old Switcheroo. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, he says, hello again, ladies. I'm sending this minutes after the episode while everything is still fresh and flowing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love this episode. I love that Mother and Norman finally, finally had a meeting of the minds. I love that Marion's crowbar met Sam's car windows. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely loved Mother's maelstrom of destruction in the kitchen and that chilling scene of Norman standing by himself and talking to no one amidst the chaos. Oh, my word. Oh. What a shot. Yes. Yes. And I could have sworn the first time I saw it that there was, like, lettuce everywhere. I totally was like, the food's not fake! Oh, my word! And then the second time I watched it, I was like, oh, I made all that up. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about that aspect forever. Oh, funny. I don't know why I saw food the first time. It, like, put a whole other slant on it. Right, right. It just wasn't there. Just wasn't there. <laughs> like the food. <laughs> um, he says, I absolutely love the twist on the shower scene. I was so happy that Marion got away. I couldn't help but utter a chuckle when Norman came into her room to console her and had to move her bra off the bed to sit next to her. He visibly cringed and shivered. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think Norman and I were both yelling for Marion to get the hell out of there as fast at the same time. She did not deserve what Sam Loomis got in her place. My God, that was a bloody vicious stabbing. I knew the obvious go-to was Alfred Hitchcock's infamous scene from the original, but all I kept thinking of season one Norma on top of Keith Summers stabbing the crap out of him. Oh, mother. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. It's, It's... I like that parallel because it's actually yeah. Norman and his first killing. And Norma and probably her first killing. Far as we know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> she killed the crap out of him. Sure did. Uh... Poor Emma and Dylan. I wanted to throw my arms around them. After that phone call, there is no way there won't be a reckoning of the brothers. I pray Dilemma make it out alive. Well, we are there will be a reckoning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dylan's heading up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I hope, I don't know. The sensible thing for Emma to do is stay home with, with the baby, right? That Yeah. Maybe come down a few days later. <laughs> <laughs> Your brother in law's murdery. <laughs> yeah, you know, that is really sensible. She doesn't have any family in town. Right, but man, Emma sure likes to be part of everything. <laughs> She'll probably she go. sure does. And Plus there's like Standing by and supporting your husband. And, well, I that's, don't know. that's the thing is she'd, I mean, that's going to be a tough thing for Dylan to go do. Yeah. But I don't know. I could just as easily see her staying with the baby. Just leave the baby. Just leave the baby. 
<laughs> if you do come up, leave the baby. <laughs> uh, he says, we are creating headlong into the abyss, folks, and I plan to enjoy every single psychotic moment. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, he says, P.S. I had a hearty chuckle at the end of your guys' review of Season 2, Episode 5 as a dance rock remix of played for the outro. How appropriate. <laughs> That's hilarious. That must be part of this. The girl. Girl talk. Album. Girl talk, yeah. <laughs> Who knew? So I do know a Rihanna song. I still don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I'll have to re-listen which song I added there. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, also, what is, what is all that Ruckus coming from the motel. I could swear I've been seeing people running in and out of room one for hours on end. And the screams. I'm closing my blinds. All we can say right now is that's probably best. <laughs> we got some new arrivals at the B&B. Oh, Paris wants to be in the B&B. Oh yeah, I saw tweeted, that. Which I had to put the tweet on the Facebook page because it made me laugh. <laughs> yep, I saw that. Um, so let's just give him a, a room. We're gonna decide for you. Um, he's getting the Pistol River Pocket Gopher room. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the room Chick stayed in while he was staying. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one Chick decorated, so I think Paris would be happy there. He'll make it work. He'll make it his own. Yep. So if you really don't want that room, Paris, there's always Blarty with a chance of meatballs or you throw me. <laughs> so I'll move you if you want. <laughs> kind of think he'll want the Pistol River Pocket Gopher room. I agree. So. Anyway, you guys, I, close all the blinds. Have a little get-to-know-you party. <laughs> if you see Harold running around, <laughs> let him stay in your room for a night. <laughs> Put him in your mama bear bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Paris. I'm glad you liked it. Yes, thank you. Okay. Julia. Next. Her title is Marion Lives. This episode was outstanding. I'm going all in and giving this episode five out of five well-deserved, deep, painful, brutal stab wounds in Sam's body. Harsh, I know. I just really hate the guy. <laughs> 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 the perfectly twisted and tweaked mini cycle remake more than made up for Rihanna's dare I say it bad acting granted she wasn't that bad and did improve as the episode progressed but still I honestly don't give a crap about Rihanna or Marion Crane at this point it's all about that shower scene and the acting powerhouse that is Freddie Highmore there were too many great things in this episode for me to nitpick every tiny detail I'm sure you two and all the motel and B&B guests will do a perfectly fine job of discussing and dissecting all the goodies, and a few not-so-goodies, in this episode. As usual, 
So I'm not going to bother trying, I'm just going to gush a little bit, or maybe a lot bit, about the best show on television. The complete imagining of Psycho that this season is trying and so far succeeding to pull off is so amazing. The shower scene was bloody and beautiful. Bloody beautiful. Bloody beautiful, if you will. <laughs> Five seasons in, finally arriving at the events of Psycho, and this show still manages to shock and surprise in the best way possible. It is a joy to watch the story unfold little by little, and there's finally an end in sight. A bittersweet, gorgeous end, and Freddie Highmore. Have I mentioned that that kid can act? Let me tell you, one word, Emmy. Okay, I'm done. Till next week, Julie in the Razor Climb Room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all those things. <laughs> yeah. I love this show. (laughs) (laughs) We're coming out now, guys. We love this show. (laughs) It's just so good. I, I just love that they, they just, they pulled it off. They did. I mean, we'll be talking about this a lot, but Mm -hmm. making it their own was something they've always said. And they also said they wanted you know, they when it came to putting Psycho in, I read an interview where they said, I think Karen Carlton did an interview, and they said, we wanted Psycho to just run through the series like a freight train. And that is exactly what it did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just, like, plowed through and made the story fit. Yes. And, you know, we can talk a lot about the twists they did, kind of making it a more feminist story, which, you know, made it very, a lot more 2017 than a 1960 white one. Right, right. Movie storyline, which is so appropriate. Yes, very appropriate. Very appropriate. And... You know, I just, I I really enjoy this twist they're doing. I don't think they're done with Marion. I don't think we've seen the last of her. Yeah, I have a few theories about leaving her suitcase and stuff. And tossing her cell phone and Sam leaving the message about the shitty motel. And, you know, I I think they're going to do some interesting stuff. Some like interesting have a things. detective come down? Mm-hmm. And be or for Sheriff her. Green, yeah. Yeah, because it just, it's like, why would she a have PI left her stuff? A PI or a detective? Yeah. No, she left her stuff, she tossed her phone. There's the, a twist oh. for, you know, that's what happens in Psycho, but there's a twist that Norman actually didn't kill her, but he's going to try and keep her secret. So he's still going to be dodgy about her staying there, all that stuff. Exactly. So, I'm excited. Four more yeah, episodes. They... I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And just one more gush. Just doing the shower scene with Sam instead totally opened the door for them to recreate the shots. The ones that they did. And it made it so... I've got chills right now. Like, it would have been cheesy if it would have been Rihanna. We all would have been, we would have groaned a little bit. I mean, I remember discussing it, and we were like, yeah, uh, they got to do something different. Yeah. Recreating the shots and stuff would just, nah. 
You know, and I was like, eh, they'll probably do it, and it'll be okay, but doing it, having it be Sam, just totally just shook it up and made it awesome. I agree. Such a good choice. Man, they just nailed this, I thought. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we were saying, I, I think just last episode, like, it's got to involve, you know, a woman, a shower, and a knife, you know. <laughs> I, I didn't even think that there would be Sam. <laughs> did, well, I don't, did we consider that? We, I Harold mean, did. Oh, did he? Okay. In his feedback last week when he said he wanted to switch it up. And remember, I was like, no, don't switch it up. And then as we talked about it, I'm like, yes, I got all into it. And we talked about all the ways they could switch it up. And I switched. Well, I don't remember anyone like specifically saying it'd be awesome if it was Sam in the shower. I thought Harold did. Uh, maybe. Because I remember it just got my imagination going. Oh, and yeah. I totally turned it around in like just a few minutes of thinking about it. Yeah. No, I think it's a good twist. I like it. Yeah. So much fun. Well, and it's nice to see someone who, not that he deserved to get murdered, but someone that you don't like get killed. You know, in the movie, you like Marion. Right. So that's another twist. It's like they're killing someone that we don't really like. And I don't know. I think that's kind of cool, too. Because yeah, if they would have done someone that we like, like, you know, Marion or Madeline, it would have just been like, mm, Hitchcock did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I grew to like this Marion, too, you know. Yeah, she's okay. I liked her. Yeah. Enough. I like the character. I uh, we'll we'll talk about. It. I don't. <laughs> I'm still not impressed with Rihanna's. <laughs> there was a couple lines in this episode that made me totally cringe. Oh really? Oh yeah, her delivery was awful a couple times. Hmm. One of the times I wa- one of the times I watched it, I tried to like watch it through the eyes of like she's just like a character actor that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And she just had a presence about her that worked, I thought. But I don't know. I wasn't yeah. in the mood to, like, scrutinize, and I'm usually really eh about acting, and I was okay. <laughs> anyway, should we move on? Yes. Um. Okay. Thanks, Julia. <laughs> Thanks, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our next one is from Daniel. Um, and he says, hey, Sue and M, I apologize for the extra length of this comment card. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, uh, for as long as I've watched this show, I couldn't help but imagine what it would be like to see Psycho set against a rich backdrop of this show. This isn't how I pictured it, but it was a thrill to see these famous parts of the Bates legend reimagined. Everyone is praising the twist of letting Marion escape to, well, probably prison, because she's literally the most obvious suspect for the theft of the money, and gender-swapping the victim to be the guy that's already been built up into a hapless asshole. After all, it's so much less risky 
than showing the slow, brutal stabbing of a naked woman on prime television in today's climate. While feeling no shame in exploiting Rihanna's... (laughs) (laughs) Because, of course, the creators think we deserve a victim since we sat through all that teasing. To be honest, it would have felt like more of a twist to play it completely straight. As soon as the show started to indulge us with the faithful build-up to the famous shower scene, I knew a fake-out was coming, because television seems to fear above all else meeting an audience's expectations. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I'd have known the fake-out was coming if I didn't see her on the preview smashing the windows of the car. Mm, mm-hmm. like that hadn't happened yet when she jumped in the shower, so I'm like, okay, she's not dying. So that kind of sucks. Oh, gotcha. See, and I didn't see the preview. I told you about the car smashing, but maybe you just weren't thinking about it since you didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know it happened. Yeah, you're right. I guess I just wasn't even thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Um. And he does have a, you know, playing it completely straight and having it marry and get killed in the shower. I think I would have been okay with that, too. <laughs> yeah, me too. You know, so... <laughs> But all I wanted, I wanted to be able to see Norman in the wig and dress. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that aspect of it. We do, because, you know, as much as I'm gushing about this, there's this tiny part in my mind that's disappointed. Same. Same. It's like my little Norma. (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree. I feel all happy about it, but there's just this dark corner of my mind that wanted it straight. Right, right. But that's just a piece. The rest is good. And it's extremely excited to see what they do next and excited about what they do. Right, right. No, I, I feel the same way. There's been this little, like, I've really enjoyed thinking about it and watching it and doing the notes and, you know... Being that, you know, the twist that it's Sam that gets killed. But every time this little nag, like, "Mm, but he wasn't wearing the wig. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I really wanted Sam to see that before he died. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, That would have been a big what the bip moment for Sam. Like with Marion, that's like part of the shock on her face, you know, after you've seen it a few times. Part of the shock was not that there's a person there, but that it's Norman and that he's like in a wig and dress. It's like, yes. what the hell? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I'm just not comprehending this at all. <laughs> no. And there's a knife. <laughs> yeah. It's like the knife is like secondary. <laughs> Totally. You would just be like, why can't (laughs) Not enough time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Daniel says, "Um, anytime they give Norman too much self-awareness, it always bothers me because it feels like it threatens the central conceit of the entire story. So far, however, any progress whose consequence whose consequences they didn't want to later risk, throwing their prequel off course, has simply been hand-waved away with a bit of Norman's amnesia and repression. 
the blue dress stuffed under the bed, or the sessions with Dr. Edwards. Suffice it to say, seeing Mother refer to Norma in the third person and basically admit to being an alternate personality who exists to protect Norman's fractured psyche from facing his years of trauma made me feel really uncomfortable. I guess I don't think I like Mother knowing that she isn't Norma, and it seemed like, till now, the show had been careful to avoid that. I always got the feeling she knew she wasn't Norma. I think I've always had that feeling. Yeah. But that might be part of what bothers her, um, Daniel, because, well, I think I reference all of those feelings to that time in that session with Dr. Edwards where Norman slips into Mother talking to him, and she talks to him candidly about why she is Right, right. So that self-awareness, you know, that, I guess that is what bothers Daniel. Um, Doesn't bother me. It's different than the movie. Sure. But. I think it's more interesting than the movie. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I've always liked it. Yeah, because she always has been kind of self-aware. She's, yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't bother me. And I kind of like it, actually. That, like, she knows that there's this other Norma. You know, I don't know. Well, frankly, I'm assuming it bothers Daniel because of his shipping status. Yes, because... And the cuddles crazy. aren't there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has every right to feel that way because, you know, that's... Right. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but it seems to be his central um, interest in the show. Well, maybe not. It's a big part of it. It's, it's fair to say. I think we're safe part. to guess that it's a big part of it. <laughs> yeah. So this would um, probably mess with that a little bit. So it it makes sense. It makes sense, Daniel, that it makes you feel uncomfortable and bothers you. Yep. And it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) You have our permission. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll try and help you through. (laughs) Um, He says, Norman consciously becomes an avenging murderer this episode to off Sam because he's a surrogate for assholes like his father who he was powerless to stop. The potential ramifications of this are huge for the characterization of the iconic psycho Norman Bates, traditionally a mild-mannered young man who only disassociates into his murderous mother to kill attractive women who threaten to pull her Oedipal son away from her. I gotta say, though, making Sam a jerk to Marianne or Marion. <laughs> Zion. <laughs> to Marion really paid off to mirror Norman's struggle with mother when he was having a heart to heart with Marion about the pain of caring for someone who who takes away your lone loneliness but you're you aren't sure if they're being real with you or you can trust them with your heart. Sorry, this is a really tiny font. (laughs) (laughs) It does. This is not 
Psycho's Norman Bates anymore. <laughs> no, it's not. We took a major, <laughs> major departure this episode. Yep, yep. And we're all just going to have to accept that and pull forward with this story. Yeah, and it doesn't, you know, the movie Psycho still exists. So it doesn't take away that Norman Bates. It's just a different Norman Bates. Right. You know? So. But, yeah, this is a major departure, what they did. Yeah, I mean, Norman killed Sam, not Mother. (laughs) Yeah. So this is a whole new, this, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and it was no mistake that there were parallels to his father. I mean, this was like him right. restarting their story. Right, right. Killing another Sam, but this time it's actually him. Yeah. It's like Norman is curing himself. He's fusing his personalities. He was trying to all episode. Yeah. But at the end, he actually was. I mean, he fused with right. Norma, and she, like, gave him the memories. Right. It was right. like a tangible uh, thing that went through him when she, like, gave him the memories. Well, yeah, because he, like, expresses it out loud. There's a point, like, not long before he kills Sam where he just goes, oh, my God. You know? Right, yeah. She and where, she, you know, she had just explained, you have to fill these things. That's gonna be part of this. If we're gonna if yeah. we're gonna fuse like we are, that everything I've been keeping from you is gonna come out. Yep. And so I think it, they flooded him and he just like Yeah, it just went from her brain to over to him. I don't think And I I don't I like it. <laughs> I like it too, because it's different <laughs> and it's interesting. It's a really interesting story by itself. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like, you know, enjoy the little Easter eggs from Psycho, but you know, this is a whole new story. Let's 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 get on board with this. You know? They might as well. They are writing they're reimagining Psycho. Mm-hmm. That's what they've been doing all along. They have been leading up to this moment, but they're also have always been telling their own story. Right. And now they really are. Although, I honestly don't know if we can let go and say he's kind of like cured at this point. Now he's just Norman Bates is kind of murdery. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if he's going to die or what. There's going to be a third version of Norma. He may prove to just not be able to handle it and has to retreat back and just lose all of this. He's going to have to, like, do the ultimate, ultimate shush. Right. And, like, steel trap just couldn't handle it. Well, Who knows what's going to happen? At the end, he does, oh, mother, what have I done? You know, that could be, like, I don't like this. (laughs) <laughs> he kept saying, I don't like this, you know, I don't, oh, yeah. never mind. I don't want this anymore. Oh yeah. He so he like could easily, he could easily just back into, you know, cause if he doesn't, then we can have no more Vera Farmiga for the next four episodes and oh, that ain't that's, happening, that's true. you know? So yeah. Unless it's just dead body. I don't know. That's no fun. 
No. What are they going to do? I don't know. <laughs> That's why it's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it's really exciting because I am just really looking forward to how they how they do this. Yeah, I mean, more than ever, it's really hard to take a departure from the movie Psycho. Mm-hmm. But we're, we took, like, the biggest departure we've ever done. Right. So that's a really, it's a lot to process, and it's a lot to, like, take in. I know, and it's kind of, it's scary territory for us. (laughs) 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 Yep. (laughs) But, I I don't know, I was like, buckle up! You're right, buckle up, man. (laughs) And I am, I've got a giant thing of popcorn, and I am glued. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, okay. Um, yeah, so he says, can you explain why Norman suddenly volunteers to Marion that he currently lives with his mother when he's been going around town acting for everyone's sake as if Norma was dead and not the previous scene? He told mo- he told mother to her face that he knows he made her up and she's only here because of Marion's attractiveness. Was it? Just because that's what he told Marion in the film, too, and didn't think about it. Hope I wasn't too negative, Daniel. (laughs) That's a good point. Why did he tell... He did tell Marion that he lived with his mother. He did, but I thought there's been, like, two versions. I think I reverted back to the fact that he has been lying. Oh. Wow. Wow. He's thought she's alive, but has been lying to everybody that she's dead. Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe they did just do it because of that scene. So they could talk about it. Maybe, or maybe because she's from out of town? And he... And he felt okay? His pattern for these beautiful women that check into the hotel, his pattern is to open up to them. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good point. It didn't occur to me when I was watching it. It didn't occur to me either. I got all mixed up. Yeah. So, yeah, it could be that. It could be because of the movie, just to match the movie. Or it could be... Although, now, you know, at this point, did did Norman recognize her as the guy that Sam brought? No. Okay. He did not until she told him that she came with her boyfriend, Sam Loomis, and he was like, dong. Okay, because I didn't know how much he saw through the peephole. Uh, yeah, I, I think... When he was watching him, but it seems like she was always kind of hidden. Yeah, you know? I think we got enough glances at what he was seeing to know that she was always covered up. Yeah, so, so at that point in the conversation, he doesn't know that that's Sam's girlfriend. She, for all he knows, she's just someone who's going to stay the night and leave in the morning or that mother's going to kill sometime that night. So maybe he just felt like, eh, I'll tell her. I live with my mom. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and this show is not catering to Psycho enough to make me think that they would rewrite what Norman would say just to fit. Yeah, that's true. The that's movie. true. That just doesn't sit well. Yeah. They don't do that. Yeah. I'm going with he he thought he'd never see her again. 
and thought it was safe to just say he lived with his mom. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thanks, Daniel. Yeah, that was thoughtful, as always. Yeah, it doesn't seem too negative. Mm-mm. I hope, yeah, I hope you continue to like the show, though. <laughs> this episode had some real close Norma and Norman talking in the office. <laughs> <laughs> they got pretty intimate, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> See, Daniel. <laughs> Be for your video. <laughs> Put that to a little music. Cut it off at the right spot. There you go. It's a good Daniel video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Harold is next. He says, I'm writing this outside my room. <laughs> Norman has asked me to give him a little extra time to clean the room today. Something about new shower curtains. <laughs> <laughs> give him the time. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> Norman sets you up with a nice sandwich in the office while he's <laughs> Carrie and Carlton successfully pulled off integrating Psycho into Bates Motel in a perfectly executed episode. They set this up perfectly throughout the season and did just enough feints and fake-outs so that everything landed just right. I'll admit that when Marion went into the shower, I was thinking to myself, No, no! Do something different! Do something different! I was 90% sure that they would do something different, but I got nervous when they started recreating shots from the famous shower scene. They failed abysmally at the <laughs> shower head. Yes. What they needed to do was build a six foot <laughs> round giant shower head. When I saw that shot, I just started laughing. I was like, oh, well, he's going to be so pissed. <laughs> it was so bad. It was really bad. It's almost like it was purposely bad. I know. <laughs> They're like, we're not Hitchcock, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're not building no giant shower head with this shot. You know, that's better for my theory that it's the giant shower head because they could have just plugged up a couple holes. <laughs> but I, maybe they tried. They, you need to tweet me and let me know if you tried, because I'm convinced that's not what they did. I'm convinced <laughs> it was a giant shower head. <laughs> it was kind of cool the way that they, some of the shots from the shower scene were with Rihanna and some of them were with Sam. Yes. That was kind of cool. Okay. What a relief when she exited. The show didn't jump the shark, and I loved that she went to Sam's house and smashed his car windows. Even better was when Madeline tossed the wine at him. <laughs> and while no one deserves to get murdered, Sam had been positioned as a guy that no one has sympathy for. And he's fictional after all, so slash away, Norman. <laughs> <laughs> slash away! Exactly. <laughs> he was totally written without any sympathy, and he's fictional, so yep. <laughs> oh yeah, it, yeah. It's like they just wanted us to hate him from the beginning. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, I didn't cheer at him getting slashed, but I was also okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The key to making this work was that Marion and Sam were secondary in the episode to what was going on in Norman's head. He thought that she was a figment of his imagination, but in fact she exists in the sense that she occupies a part of Norman's brain now, and she thinks and acts independently, or perhaps subconsciously. So that when he tried to ignore her, she moved on to new tactics and ultimately convinced him to murder Sam. Yeah, I didn't think about that, that she just moved on to new tactics. Yeah. Well, it's like she said, you cannot outmaneuver me. <laughs> yeah, do you think he was blocking her from being able to take over? I think he was trying. Abs- he was, yeah. He was pulling some faces <laughs> at times <laughs> that you'd think Mother would take over, and it's like mm-hmm. he blocked her. Yeah, he was trying so hard to not let her take over and not let her exist. And she did try new, new tactics. One was becoming like Norma, all sweet and, honey, come in and eat. And she's wearing <laughs> like one of her cute little dresses and aprons, you know. Yeah. Not the, you know, like stern head Norma you know it was like oh it's Norma you know that was a tactic I mean it <laughs> prying his throwing eyes open. a tantrum oh prying his eyes open we are four we are four comic cards in and no one has mentioned <laughs> the eye prong what's wrong with you guys <laughs> <laughs> what is prying wrong with the eyes people? the best that's one of the best Norma Norman moments ever. Yeah. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> like... Horrible mother stuff. <laughs> it's horrible. It's not happening. <laughs> oh my word. That was so funny. Oh, it was so fantastic. You can bet their screenshots already done and in the can. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It was a fascinating twist that the murder was committed by Norman, not Mother. I'm excited to see where this takes the series in the final four episodes. So are we! Me too! Soft-hearted Emma seems to have forgiven Dylan already for not telling her about her mother. I guess all it takes is discovering that your mother has been dead for two years. As if we all haven't pulled that sympathy card. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. A family emergency, like a death, trumps a skirmish about telling you that (laughs) your mom might be dead. (laughs) An earring that may or may not mean your mom's been murdered. <laughs> right. Tangible mother death trumps non-tangible mother death. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that was so shocking for her that, yeah, that, uh, absolutely. Yeah. It, if it's not forgiven, it's shelved. Very to be brought up later. Yes. <laughs> it's shelved for now. <laughs> Guess I won't bring this up. Because <laughs> he's still going to be finding out that Caleb's dead, too. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
Oh, Dylan. <laughs> actually, all kidding aside, something like this did actually happen to me recently, but I don't think I am at liberty to share the details here. You cannot imagine the shock and sadness that happens when you find out not only that a loved one has died, but that a family member hid that fact from you. Jeez. What? <laughs> what is going on out there? <laughs> that sounds terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> and seems almost impossible in this day and age. I mean, if you're not really keeping up with them, I guess. But they couldn't be on Facebook or anything. Right. Anyway, our condolences, Harold. That sucks. Yeah. In a couple different ways. <laughs> yeah. That's that's helpful. While you are staying away from room one, we'll just tuck you into the mama bear bed. Do you want to be on Spike's side? <laughs> or, or Don's side? <laughs> okay, he says, I'm looking forward to next week when everyone starts converging on the Bates Motel. Who do you think will find Norma's body first? I'm guessing someone snoopy like Madeline or Romero. Still jittery outside. Room one, Harold. Hmm. Who will find it? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Madeline might get Snoopy. Her husband's now gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although, he took off. I mean, you locked him out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Man, it could be Emma. She's Snoopy, too. She's very Snoopy. She's got a long history of Snoopiness. Yep. But, I, it's, I don't know how many people we have to see discover Norma's dead body. I'm feeling like it. Nor, Romero has to be one. And I don't know how many times they're going to play that scene out. Maybe they all discover her at once. Yes. Maybe for some reason they're all together. So that's my guess is like one... looking for Norman or something and Yeah. My guess is that it's either if it's only one it's either one or everyone. So it's Romero is my guess then or everybody. Yeah, cuz if it's it's got to be someone that it's going to be like incredibly traumatic for. So yeah. that makes it either Romero or Dylan. or Dylan. I want it to be all of them. <laughs> Me too. <And> I... <laughs> that's interesting. Because she looks like her. And that'd be just so awful. And she feels like Marion's sister's role. She really... Yeah. It just yeah. feels that way to me, that she's going to be the Snoopy one looking for her husband and sneak into the house and find Norma. Didn't I guess that? Yeah. Sitting in yeah. the rocking chair. Was that on Facebook? That's right. It was. And you were like, gross, Sam. <laughs> you, I thought you oh, said wait, it wait, was. wait, wait, wait. No, you said that it was going to be Audrey. Ryan, Emma. Well, Emma. Emma was going to discover her mom stuffed in the chair. Oh. And that her body had just decomposed enough to make it gross. <laughs> and I was like, gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because the um, mother and psycho. Oh, yeah. Like, almost a skeleton. Oh, yeah. 
So he's like, nothing to see here. See, Emma, she's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. (laughs) No, but Madeline Um, feels like, what's her name? What is her name? Lila. Lila, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Harold. I kept giggling when I was like <laughs> watching this episode, like picturing Harold like hiding under the bed while Norman and <laughs> <laughs> Marion were talking and stuff. <laughs> Sam walks in and Harold scrambles under the bed. <laughs> He's like, dang it, I thought I had this finally. <laughs> I was going to take a shower. <laughs> Good thing Norman got that box of shower curtains. <laughs> I could use a new one. <laughs> kind of chilly now, thinking about Madeline selling him those shower curtains. And oh, that's right. Her husband's winding up in one. Her husband jacked one up. So, <laughs> yeah, he'll get <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, he'll definitely get wrapped up in that. He'll get the shower curtain egg roll treatment. (laughs) (laughs) Shower curtain burrito. He'll become the shower curtain burrito. (laughs) (laughs) That's awful. candy corn room and she says hi em and sue uh bye-bye dick dickerson david davidson sam lunas whatever your name is you shouldn't have have messed with norman i love the way they mixed it up letting marion go and killing sam in the shower i thought the episode would end before the stabbing nice touch with the embroidered peephole i didn't notice that before i thought it was a painting Oh, it's embroidered, and I don't know, from a tweet of Vera's, it sounds, she made it sound like Freddie Highmore made it himself. (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone know if that's one of his hobbies, embroidering? (laughs) (laughs) Because she owns it, and I love that. She has it up on her mantle. I just love that she took that prop. Yep. That's great. What a great prop. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. Um... She says, I find myself saying this every every episode. Poor Norman. I know that he's a killer, but I can't help feeling bad for him. Now he is aware that his mother is in his head and isn't real, but he just can't control his thoughts. Yep. Yeah, he definitely doesn't have it all under control yet. (laughs) Nope. Not at all. Man, he was trying, though. Yeah. This one. Yeah, I know. This one just, oh, you just, you're just pulling for him. Like, you I can know. do it. <sighs> um, 
She says, I heard the Elvis Costello song watching the detectives recently. When I heard the line, she's filing her nails while they're dragging the lake. It reminded me of Norman's Unsolved Murders. <laughs> you might have already used this song in, the, in a past season. No, I have not. Mm-mm. I'm not aware of this song. I'm not real familiar with Elvis Costello's catalog or his greater catalog, I should say. Yeah, I know a few of his songs, but I don't know if I've heard this one. Yeah, it doesn't might, sound familiar. Might be worth giving it a listen to. I might. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she says, I rate the episode five tire irons. Looking forward to your insights, Kim in the candy corn room. Thanks, Kim. Yes. Thanks, Kim. Right next, we heard from Carrie. She says, hello, all. This episode was outstanding. It will be in my top five episodes for sure. It just might be in mine. Yeah, for sure. I think so. At least ones that are like to go back just to watch for fun. Like it was fun to watch. Yeah. Um, Things I loved. The line I've been wanting to hear since episode one. They're stationary with Bates Motel on it in case you want to make your friends back home feel envious. (laughs) 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 Says I high-fived my cat when he said that line. It was so cool. Oh, I was so excited when he said that. That was such a great one because we, when we reviewed Psycho, we just loved that line so much. Oh, yes. So much. was so cheeky of Norman, you know. (laughs) It was just good. Yep. It's one of those jokes that you know he makes it with every guest. Yes. You know, just like how old men just always, <laughs> you know, <laughs> say yep. the same joke. Yes, they have their <laughs> little thing in certain situations. <laughs> um, The Sam twist. I wasn't expecting that at all. What the heck did Madeline throw on him? Was it white wine? Also, how did Sam know Marion was in room one? It was red wine. Yeah. Um, she told him when she called him, and let's see. I don't now. I don't remember if it was a message. It was the voicemail she left after the sandwich. No. It was no. Oh, it wasn't a voicemail. It it was when he called because she's eating the sandwich with Norman. Then her phone rings and she leaves. Okay, and he's in the bathroom, and Madeline's outside yes. the bathroom. Yep. She says, I'm in room one, and then she hangs up. Yep. So she tells him. Um, Rihanna is Marion. I was dreading this since I heard about it, but she did an excellent job. Norman and Norma scenes were the best yet. That angle where Norma is looking at the camera and we see Norman's profile as if it's as if she was melting into him and she's filling him up with all that rage and then lets him loose. And cool coincidence that Mr. Loomis has the same first name as Mr. Bates, Sam. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Well, it worked out really good. Because he was essentially stabbing his father, like I've said before. Yeah. Neat. Yep. But uh, I don't... I guess I didn't notice this profile shot angle, camera angle she's talking about. It's... I think it's in... It's got to be that office conversation. Yeah, the office conversation, yeah. I want to look for it. I know. I might have to rewatch that because I was pausing it a lot <laughs> to do my notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Also the kitchen scene. So many broken dishes. It's so great to have those scenes now so we can see how hard Norman is trying to keep it together. And he really did try to get Norma out of his head. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, better scenes with Emma and Dylan. It was getting a bit stale, but as always, the show picks characters back up. Will Dylan try to find where Caleb went? Yeah, I didn't think of that specifically, that now he knows his mother's dead and he's just seen Caleb. And obviously Caleb doesn't know she's dead. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder how they're going to play that one. I don't know. I really am at a loss of what they're going to do. Yeah, because... I don't see Tick telling him because Tick's the one that killed him. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure Kill- Chick's going to have much of a part for the rest. Oh, we'll see him again. I think we'll see him again. He'll probably be one of Norman's victims now that Nor- Norman's all murdery. Yeah, probably huh. so. Yeah. I don't know. I really am having a hard time knowing what they're going to do next because I've been well, re- I've been relying yeah. on Psycho. <laughs> I know. It's like, well, <laughs> can't do that anymore. Can't do that anymore. So, which I don't know. It's kind of exciting. I, I'm excited about it. So yeah, we'll see. Who knows? Who knows? Indeed. All right. Things I miss. Romero. Man, I miss him too. I'm really feeling the Romero loss, although I complained that the scenes he has had do seem kind of just filler. But, so I'm glad that they're not just kind of doing these cursory, dumb scenes just to be like, remember, Romero's still around. Right. It's okay (laughs) to me to just drop him, but I miss him. I do too. But I have a feeling that they'll make up for it. (laughs) Uh, Chick? Yeah, I miss Chick too. Totally. Jake Abernathy. <laughs> he does. I do miss him. He was a great bad guy. <laughs> he was a good bad guy. Yeah. He was pretty menacing. Very. He did that actor did an I mean I just did a rewatch and he did an amazing job just being threatening while not being threatening overtly. Right. Right. Yeah, that was some good stuff. Just he was so convinced that Norma had that money and she had no idea what he was talking about. (laughs) (sighs) Good stuff. Good times. All right, things I want to see. Norman talking in Norma's voice. Me too! (laughs) I don't know. I feel like we've waved that train. Bye-bye. I don't know. That could be the next evolution. (laughs) Could be, yeah. We do feel like we're headed for another evolution. We don't think Norman's going to like, I'm cured. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want them to finish a connection from an earlier season. I'm on board with Norman killing Blair Watson now. Oh, I forgot she had such a problem. <laughs> I didn't believe it forever. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome on board for that, Carrie. but it would be cool to have Zhao show up somewhere since we still don't know what happened to her just something fun like that for the final season (laughs) sounds very Twin Peaksy to have her like come out with like twigs in her hair and like 
just dirt and crusted on her face. <laughs> like she's been lost in those woods forever. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be hilarious. Um, there's so many other talking points, and I know you ladies and guests will catch them all, so I look forward to the podcast. Show your own ass, Carrie. P.S. Harold, I had no idea you had night terrors. Now that I know, you go ahead and scream all you want. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it just makes me laugh how, like, our listeners talk to each other through the emails. They mention each other. It just makes me laugh. I don't think there's a lot of podcasts that do that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard one where <laughs> listeners are like, P.S. other listener. <laughs> you know? We've built a little family of guests. <laughs> cracks me up. And I love it. <laughs> oh, thanks, Carrie. Thanks, Carrie. Oh, your Joe idea just cracks me up. <laughs> she just goes like, <laughs> that's like the very last see <laughs> <The whole series>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, okay so our next one is from Vicky and she says hi Em and Sue I was so surprised that they killed Sam instead of Marion I'm not sure how I feel about it yet I do like that the bad guy got it in the end Sam was real scummy <laughs> Time to get more shower curtains. <laughs> I think he still has a few from Madeline. He's got a box of them, yep. Um, she says, I thought it was funny that this creaky old house and shitty, as Sam and Marion said, motel, had so much money in it, especially when Marion was there with her $400,000. <laughs> it had her money, and I assume Romero's money is still there. Yeah, really. Romero's money has to still be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has to. Um, she says, I laughed when Marion and Sam called it a shitty motel. I didn't think it was that bad. I guess it was shittier for Sam since he was murdered there. <laughs> 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 to me, honestly, any motel that's just like a walk-in strip in a small town is going to be crappy. <laughs> yeah. A little shitty. It is, it is. Yeah. It's no Marriott. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And they both seemed well enough to do that they probably stay in nice places. Sure. So yeah. I don't think there's that much choice in White Pine Bay, though. No, yeah. and... That's just kind of part of it. It's these yeah. small town little motels. Yeah. But I, they have uh, their charm, though. And they, they keep it clean. Norman does a good job. It wasn't. Yeah. But I could totally see someone like Sam and or Marion. Oh, sure. Calling it a shitty motel. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it could have been worse, certainly. Oh, yeah. I stayed in one of those. We walked in, and there was, like, a bloody handprint on the wall. and it's A streak of blood that, like, went from the wall into the bathroom. And we're like, um, can we have our money back? 
think someone was murdered in this room. What the crap? Where were you? Yeah. South San Francisco. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. was a discrepancy on the housekeeper's part. You think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was creepy. <laughs> what else did they not clean? I know. <laughs> They missed a huge handprint of blood. And I didn't face. spend enough time to look. <laughs> uh, okay. She says, I also wondered why Norman didn't take his medicine that he knew would help with the mother personality. He seemed to be trying to get rid of her. Uh, I think because he poured it all down the toilet last season. Yeah, I don't and think he has it. He doesn't have a psychiatrist to... Uh-uh. Prescribe him more, like he told Dr. Edwards. Yeah. I think yeah. it's as simple as that. It would be a good idea for him to call Dr. Edwards right now and get some. <laughs> that would have been the most sensible thing to do. Yes. <laughs> if you want to get rid of head Norma, Norman. Call Dr. Edwards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> get on some meds, because they did help you last season. Yeah. Um. Okay, she goes. Thanks, Vicky, for room two. There's been a lot of noise from room one. What's going on in there? I'm scared. Is Harold okay? Harold's fine. <laughs> He's just hiding under the bed. <laughs> All we can say at this point is that Harold's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let him know about your concern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Vicky. Thanks, Vicky. All right, we got a new guest. Write a comment card in to us. Her name's Shannon. New, right? Yeah. She, oh, yeah. She's uh-huh. even a new watcher. Okay. I'm new to your podcast and pretty new to the show. My friend turned me on to it a few months ago. I binged the first four seasons and I'm watching season five live. I've loved the show so far and have enjoyed the writer's ability to write an interesting prequel to one of my favorite horror movies. I'm not really one to write feedback into podcasts or message boards, but this last episode rubbed me the wrong way for the first time since I started watching, and I feel like I need to say something. I may be in the minority, but I didn't like the switch-up of Sam being killed instead of Marion. I really appreciate the writer's ability to be flexible within the canon, but I have felt like the changes they've made in the past have been on the service, have been in the service of telling the best story, i.e. having Norman try to kill Norma and himself rather than Norma and her lover at the time. However, I feel like this change was more for the sake of doing something different and trying to surprise the audience rather than telling the best story. That's fine for the first watch, but on a rewatch, it may not hold up when the surprise twist is no longer a surprise twist. Yeah, that's true. I disagree a little bit about telling the best story. I I think this is a pretty interesting story <laughs> they're cooking up here. Yes. It is a departure from the movie, like we've said, but, you know, and Shannon, you have... I, I like your point of view. I mean, I think it's good to get a different point of view and a, a dissenting one at that. Just for, 
you know, it's good to get different views to discuss. Yeah, I liked, you know, I think you're right. At, for the story of the base motel story, having Norma and Norman be killed together did serve this story the best. Yes. Then having it be, they could have made Norman Romero work. They could have made that work, but. <clears throat> uh, the way they did it was better. Yeah, I like this better. Um, but the story's not over yet, so we don't, you know, we still have four more episodes. Yeah, we have four more episodes. Um, so Killing Sam could be best serving this story. We don't know yet. True. For what's going to happen in the upcoming, you know. Yeah, I urge you to keep an open mind because this could be the best story. And yeah, it was kind of um, <clears throat> moderning the story up by having Rihanna get away and all of that. Um and twisting it for the sake of a twist. But you can look at it that way. But we also, you know, let's let's see what happens next. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rihanna got away, or Marion, what you call her? Right. Um, the Rihanna Marion. She felt more Rihanna than Marion. <laughs> yeah. She, we don't know if she lives. True. You know, we don't know. But you do have a good point about the twist, like, on rewatch. I'd be like, eh, Sam. <laughs> I watched it three times, and it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing every time. <laughs> I don't know if she means just rewatching it a few days in a row or no, going I'm back. Probably going year. back, like, in a year or two. And like, eh, I'm going to watch Beats again, you know. Yeah. I still think I'm going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Uh, yeah, you can like it. It just won't be surprising. Sure. You know. But yeah. I think, I mean, there's... Shows have tried to do twists that don't hold up. And they don't right. hold up because they deflect and they try and make you think it's going to go one way. But this is not the case in this. They right. didn't like... Like Buffy and Angel, something else we've thoroughly reviewed, they would try and do some big twist at the end. And what they did is they, earlier in the episode, they would make you think things were going one way, and and then they went the other way. But when you watched again, knowing where it ends, these little twists they do in the plot don't hold up when you know what's going to happen and that you know they're going to twist it all of a sudden this stuff doesn't make sense right it's just servicing the plot that's not the case here and that's bad writing i don't that didn't happen here right so i don't know if that's the that's probably not the kind of twist problem she's talking about but I always appreciate it when a show can pull it off without making little scenes earlier in the episode not make sense anymore after you know the twist. Right, just to serve the twist, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so she says, although I would have preferred they kept closer to the movie and killed Marion in the classic shower scene, I feel the writers have earned the benefit of the doubt, and I will try to remain open-minded. It's so hard not to be able to binge the season. <laughs> yeah, that is <laughs> tough, man, when you binge a show and then you're all of a sudden caught up. That's the worst. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, however, the one thing I'm not sure I'll be able to get over, and what I think is a real mistake on the writer's part, is having Norman commit a fully conscious murder. That choice makes zero sense to me. The most compelling thing about Norman Bates is that he is not a killer. Mother is. In the beginning of the season, when there were those scenes between Norman and Mother, where he expressed concern that he that she still had feelings for Romero, I thought that was so interesting because I thought, I bet Mother won't be able to kill Romero because even in Norman's mind she was in love with him. Imagine my surprise when this pretty much the storyline for Caleb. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I still think it would have been more interesting if it was Romero. That would have been interesting and they've already done it so they can't. Yep. yep. But yeah, you're right. That would have been interesting. I, I have 100% faith that they're going to serve Romero right. Though. Yes. Whatever they do, do. I won't be expecting it, and I will be just bowled over. He's going to die a glorious death. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, however, now Norman and Mother are partners in murder. Norman gets that she's not real and is now just going to commit murders just because he feels like someone deserves to die. Did this suddenly become Dexter, a guy who kills people while having conversations with a dead parent? That's so much less interesting to me. I was really hoping that when the shower curtain was pulled back, we would see Mother rather than Norman, proving that even though Norman tried, he is just not a killer at heart. That would have been interesting. Yep. But that line, though, that twist on that line was I know. the best thing ever. Well, and he could so easily revert. That could have just been for that moment. and It was too much for him. Too much for him. Which I think it will be. I really think it you know, will and, be. And this isn't... Don't worry, Shannon. This is totally not Dexter. No. It's totally different. Dexter had a need to kill. Right. And he wasn't talking to his dead parent. He was talking to part of his own mind. So that's yeah. different. Yeah. Norman doesn't have what was it, the dark passenger. Right. <laughs> Although you might call Norma a dark passenger. Yeah. But, yeah, I wouldn't worry about that, Shannon. I don't think yeah. they're going to go there. I mean, you. it is a very valid point to be upset that um, our Norman Bates is now different. Because it sure. is it's very different. Yes. I happen to like it, but there, I still, I've got that little dark, a dark passenger. <laughs> I've got that little <laughs> dark part of my mind that is a little disappointed. It's Same. almost like I want to see it play out in a parallel universe this way, too. But I'm on board for this fully. But... I am, too. Cause <laughs> I, I don't know. I just... I'm really interested to see what they're going to do. But you're right. Norman in the movie, that is the most compelling thing. That he's just total innocent non-killer. It's you all know? mother. And she winds up just totally taking over. That's interesting, and that's awesome. But I'm, I'm I think pretty on could, board with this, too. I think it could still end up that way, too. And that's, 
For sure. I think it easily could. Yeah. Like we've said, it's just let's just wait and see. Yeah. Um, I also didn't enjoy the scene with Norman Norman right before he killed Sam, where she basically explained why she exists. That seemed a little obvious, and I'm surprised the writers felt the need to spell it out. They usually treat the audiences smarter than that. Sorry for all the negativity. I really love the show, but I just needed to put this out there because I'm so disappointed with this choice. Well, we're sorry, Shannon. I'm sorry you aren't on board with it. Um, she says, well, there's quite a rambling uh, email, but I feel better now. Thanks for listening, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you feel better. <clears throat> um, she wasn't explaining why she exists to the audience. We know. We fully know that already. So it wasn't servicing the audience. This was um, a, an amazing moment between both parts of Norman's mind fusing together. It was an important scene. Yeah. So the writers weren't spelling it out. I don't think that's what they were doing. I don't think so either because I think they know that we, we already know. knew. We totally already knew. Yeah. Norman needed to know, and it was, they gave us a little gift of watching it happen, which was pretty cool. Right. That's how I see it. They weren't, but they were not, I think, watch it again. They weren't, um, she says, they usually treat the audiences smarter than that. They weren't dumbing us down. They really weren't. I didn't feel that way. Uh Uh-uh. They've spelled it out already. I mean, we know. We know. And they know we know. This was, we got, we got to see Norman find out. Yeah. I think the only thing I learned, I don't know if it ever had occurred to me that he's had a head Norma since just being a little, little boy, you know? That he, like, created this protector when he was just little. I thought I knew that because he needed it then. I don't know if I ever really consciously had that thought, you know. Uh, I did, and I love it. I love that she spelled it out, and and it hit me that that's so cute that that little boy made it his mom. I know. (laughs) So adorable. adorable. And so sad. <laughs> I know. But of course little baby Norman would. I know. I need my mom to protect me. It just makes so much sense. Yeah. I don't know if I really... I I don't know. I wasn't... It didn't feel like new information, so I know I did. But. Yeah. I like it. Like it. <laughs> Thanks, Shannon. It was fun hearing from you. We're glad you found us and the show. Yeah, yeah. please keep writing. I want to hear your your journey on these next four. Yeah. I'd be very interested to hear. So, but yeah, welcome. Welcome. And if you send one more feedback, we might put you in a room. We've got fresh towels and peepholes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so our next one is from Kat Lagata, Lagata, otherwise known as our sister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, she says, hi, guys. I cannot tell you how much I love this episode, not just for the myriad of awesome psycho throwbacks, but for the way the show so deftly handled that iconic scene that I think we've all been chewing our fingernails over. <laughs> what they did was brilliant. First of all, Rihanna waited for the shower to warm up before she got in it. <laughs> I like the weirdness. <laughs> I like the weirdness of Janet Lee getting in the shower and then turning it on. <laughs> Always bothered me. <laughs> that is such a thing that we would all be so bugged about. <laughs> I, I think we've talked about it. <laughs> we have. I'm sure we mentioned it. That is just a right, sisters. Mm-mm. Remember yeah. how we all had a problem with Buffy's pillowcases? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she says, and then she survives the shower, and Norman helps her escape. Then Norman kills Sam Loomis in the shower instead. Norman kills Sam as himself, not his mother. We did get a little bit of a recreation of the original shower scene with just a couple of the shots. I just thought it was perfect. Sam was awful. We all hated him. Marion was not blameless in her situation, but she certainly didn't deserve to die a stabby death in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) And now Norman has a body count that he can't blame on Mother, nor on blacking out. I do believe he was absolutely lucid for this one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I cannot wait to see how the rest of the series plays out. Bravo show for being so respectful yet so original in the telling of the story we all love. Yeah, well put. Yep. They were original yet respectful. Yeah, yeah. There were some fun. We'll talk about those when we do the recap. Oh, yes. Lots of fun little psycho things in this one. Yep. Well, thanks, Kat. Thanks, Kat. Uh, that's me? Okay. Yep. Um, Our next one's from Kristen. Oh, another sister of mine, but a sister-in-law. Yes, let's see sister-in-law. Um, her comment card says, Hi, Sue and Am. I'm loving the season of the show and your podcast. Every time I watch it, I'm amazed at the talent of the cast. Freddy's slight facial expressions are outstanding. He says so much with those little grins. I've enjoyed all the episodes so far and like where they are taking the characters. I've been re-watching the entire series with a friend. I can't believe how much has happened in that little town. It was the perfect place for Norma and Norman to land. <laughs> Good job, Norma. You just found... <laughs> you know how to pick them. <laughs> Craziness everywhere. I'm looking forward to the last episodes. My very favorite line this season is from Chick. I want a cookie. (laughs) 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 It was amazing. You guys are awesome. Thanks for the great podcast, Kristen. You're welcome. Thanks, Chris. I didn't know she was doing a rewatch. That's fun. Yeah. Um, You're invited to our uh, finale party. Oh, yeah, I need to text her about that. <laughs> We're all going to get together. Well, us in Utah. So if you're in Utah. <laughs> get in a hotel room and watching the show together. Yep. I'm making pot pie. 
<laughs> I'm bringing the candy corn. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I still have that bag from the trip. <laughs> like, I gotta do something with it. <laughs> and of course, there will be sandwiches. <laughs> yes. Definitely sandwiches. Yeah. Um, We're going to eat them and then I'll wake up like three hours later. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) There's blood in the shower. (laughs) Darn sandwiches. (laughs) 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 Okay, this next one is another one from Vicky. And she says, hi, Em and Sue. Um, I have to say that Rihanna's hair just looked so messy (laughs) in this entire episode, even after the shower. The way her hair looked bugged me. I noticed her hair. Yeah. Even after the shower, it makes sense that it was actually worse because she just kind of got out of the shower. I know her makeup looked good, but that was just like TV makeup. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't think she did her hair. No. She had things to do. Yep. Uh, she says, I have to say that I don't remember much about the details in Psycho, so I find it hard to compare dialogue and scenes with Bates Motel. I remember pretty much what happens overall, but I don't remember the little details. We'll go through them. When we we'll go through them, because there was a lot of them in there this There were one. a lot. Um, I was also so worried that she was taking forever to leave while Norman kept telling Rihanna to leave. And I was scared that she came back and it was actually Sam and not her that arrived. Yeah. I, I loved the scene of Norman trying to get her to leave. I thought that was just great. Oh yeah. That was great. I just, he, I mean, he was so scared that mother was going to come kill her. I know. <laughs> you just need to go. <laughs> you know? It was just great. You leave your bra's hair for me to sit on. You just got to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just. <laughs> I love Freddie Arbord so much. I know. His little when she puts her head on his shoulder and his like. <laughs> There's never been a more awkward, like, comforting, like... He was, he just was using all of his concentration to have Mother told her obey. I know, it's like... Oh, oh, he did it so well. Oh, she says, Norman acted like he had a criminal mastermind degree. <laughs> Norman should write a book called How to Get Away as a Criminal... For dummies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, during the conversation Norman had with himself as a mother, at least I think it was a mother, he said that madmen get through the day, even heads of state. <laughs> I thought of the orange man and laughed at the jab Carlton and Carrie gave the orange man. <laughs> yep. Zing. <laughs> <laughs> Summer even heads of state. <laughs> Waving the knife. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah, I loved it. Yep. Um, even after Sam was caught by Madeline and Marion, he continued to act like he didn't do anything wrong to both women, still trying to cover himself. Oh. He, when 
Marion is on the porch. Oh, by the way, was it Carrie that asked what she threw on him? Wasn't that like red wine or something? Or Yeah, she asked yeah. if it was white wine or what was it? I told her. Oh. I said it was red. <laughs> okay. Um. So she has his wife who's been confronting him about cheating on her. A woman drives up, smashes his car windows. She's watching this, standing on the porch, and he walks and goes, I can explain. He's <laughs> <laughs> just smarmy and douchey. What? You can explain? Well, I would like to know what happened in between what was her name and him being in the bathroom. Did he just deflect her questions? Deflect, deflect? Probably. Oh, I'm sure he did. Oh, yeah. Because I figured it was a big confession, but having him be in the bathroom. I don't think so. With the faucet running and then her being like, are you on the phone? Like, are you kidding me? (laughs) No, I think he is just douchey enough to think he can still juggle the two of them. (laughs) Yeah, and he just, it, it just seemed like that classic liar cheater thing that he thinks he can get away with this like he thinks he's gonna sweet talk either one of them he still does he really yeah to me he honestly thought he could still sweet talk and explain away he totally did because then when he goes back to the motel to call marion you know he leaves that message he's like i've been living in a hell lying to you (laughs) like he's the victim you know (laughs) he's just a douche, and he's... Stabby, stabby, stabby. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing just can't be cured. <laughs> Good job, Norman. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, Vicky says, still trying to cover himself. He must have been calm by taking a relaxing shower in the motel that wasn't even his. What an idiot. <laughs> now I'm going to be the last to defend this guy. But I don't think he would have taken a shower if he had not been covered in sticky red wine. <laughs> oh, no. No. That, was... that wasn't like a, oh, I'm going to relax and take a shower. It was like, okay. No, because he looks down at his shirt and he's like, ugh. And yeah. then next time we see him, he's in the shower. So. And I'm pretty sure it's not just his front. It's like his face and his hair. <laughs> when she dumps that wine, it's a, it's a face shot. Right. So... Yuck. I don't know what he's going to put on when he gets out of the shower. What he was planning to. That's true. Because <laughs> the <laughs> shirt still has wine on. Well, he doesn't need to worry about it. He'll be wearing a shower curtain. <laughs> burrito. <laughs> He'll be a shower curtain burrito soon enough. But I did waste a little few minutes of wondering what he was planning on putting on. (laughs) (laughs) Something in Marion's suitcase. (laughs) I know, it's like getting kinky. (laughs) Maybe this, maybe this will change her mind. (laughs) She likes it when I wear her things. (laughs) This will melt her heart. Maybe he was just going to get into her bed naked. Well, yeah. He would. 
he's, he's that kind of douche. Like, remember this, huh? <laughs> Of mine, eh. <laughs> it's been hard on me to lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me a back rub. It's been really stressful. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been hell lying to you. <laughs> me. Well, it wouldn't be Psycho without a twist, would it? No, it wouldn't. It's a good point. That's true. Unfortunately, that's all I have, because I got so busy today that I'm dictating this email as I'm driving home. Hey, watch where you're going. (laughs) 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 Actually, is it bad to say that this episode was just okay for me? No. And you're not alone. No. Except when it comes to Sue and I, we loved it. Maybe it's the fact that, as per usual, for me, with TV in general, I wasn't paying strict 100% attention after about halfway through. Also, despite telling myself that I shouldn't do this, I kept trying to remember the original movie and compare the episode to the shots and scenes from the original. We all did that. (laughs) Sure. But it was really fresh in my mind. Um, Okay, I really am dictating this and trying to get back and correct the inevitable Siri Siri errors. (laughs) That's probably not the best thing to do in L.A. traffic. (laughs) (laughs) Big fake Norma hugs Beth. (laughs) Sue and I are both standing there like we're being hugged by Norma. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of creepy. (laughs) So creepy. He was just at like an awkward angle. I know. He's really creepy. And picturing him throwing all the stuff and switching back and forth. I know. <laughs> I forgot his name, and Matt didn't write in this week because he's he's indisposed. What's oh. our little guy that hides in the bathroom's name? <laughs> um, was it Tyrone? <laughs> I don't know. I think <laughs> Tyrone. Maybe. I think that's what it was. <laughs> Somehow Tyrone was like walking past the window. That <laughs> <laughs> pulls like a Grandpa Simpson. <laughs> the whistles. Whoop, nope. <laughs> it was Grandpa Simpson going into like a, a brothel or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As these Bart sitting there. <laughs> I don't know why Tyrone was walking by the window, but he was. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thanks, Beth. Thanks, Beth. We have have a little Facebook, Facebook feedback and a little Twitter feedback. We usually do Twitter first, so we're going to do that. 
All right. While I do this, do you want to pull up Facebook and you read that one? Yeah, is it the one from Iggy? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we have our customary Twitter feedback from Kale. It says, hi, Sue and Emily. I knew Sam was in trouble, but damn. <laughs> I love Bates Motel for making it their own, whilst keeping with the essence of the original scene. So great. And I was happy this Marion made it out safe. I felt bad for her. I felt bad for the other Marion, too. <laughs> um. <laughs> the other Marion was going to turn around and go back to Phoenix. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I kind of expected something like that. Like she was like, I'm just going to go back to my life and I'm just going to put that money in the bank and tell them I my headache was so bad that I just went home. Here it is. <laughs> she didn't do the car thing either, so she didn't look like she had really spent any of the money. Right. She totally could have. Although her boss was a pretty big douche. I think she could have been okay. Okay. Did you guys ever notice Sam and Norman's dad have the same name? I don't know why I never brought it up. Uh, no. Nope. I'm wondering if we ever thought of that and mentioned it on the podcast that he has the same name as Sam Loomis. Maybe. I don't know. Sounds like something we might have done. It does, but it also seems like something we could have just totally not thought about because Sam is Sam. But right. it's possible. Yeah. Um, Paris, you just did a re-listen of our podcast. <laughs> Sounds like you're in season two. Did we ever say anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> Could you listen for it? If... <laughs> uh, someone give Freddie a damn Emmy, please. I went through so many emotions. I wanted to hug and rock Norman till he felt better. Oh, she wanted to put him in the mama bear bed. <laughs> and then I wanted to reach through my TV screen and punch him in the face for his conversation with Dylan. <laughs> then he killed Sam as himself, and now I don't know what to feel. Ugh. <laughs> he did take us for a ride. <laughs> yeah. I love when Norman thinks he's got Mother all figured out, but then she gives him the reel, and he's like, no, never mind, I can't deal. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Norman, I kind of hope someone kills him so he doesn't have to live stuck in his mind forever. Mother might. It still could end like Psycho, and she takes she over. She just takes over 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Dylan, call bullshit. I'm so ready for him to get home and investigate and expose Norman's lies. Ugh. But also not because he is my baby and I want him safe. <laughs> 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 oh, and wouldn't the article on Norman's Norma's death give a date and time? Strange that Dylan didn't realize he talked to Norman after Norma died. I don't know if I'd call that strange. I think with time, they could put it together. I think they could easily put that together. They could, but it'd be it's asking them a lot to remember the exact day that he talked to Norman two years ago. That's true. It was moving day, so that's something. Yeah. But, you know, do you remember exact dates from two years ago? 
If you might you what if there's gonna... an event. If it's the day I move to another city, I might. Maybe. You know. It's possible. I think it would take a lot of like reflection though. It's not gonna yeah. be instantaneous on tonight. Right. They'd start going, Wow, that is close to when we well, moved. When did we yeah. move? Do you remember the day? And they would figure it out and be like, Holy crap. She yeah. had already died and he knew it. Yeah. What the bib. But yeah, that it, I gave him a major pass for not figuring it out right away. Heck yeah, he just found out his mom died two years ago. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Um, is it just me or was Rihanna's acting better in the previous episode? Not a fan this time around, but Marion getting all creeped out by the stuffed birds was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, people are all over the map. Yeah. About the acting. I thought the acting, like, getting creeped out by the birds and stuff was fine. She did great. Well, she did fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she did fine. (laughs) It was a couple of her line deliveries that just really made me cringe. I never cringed, but I did once in a while think, eh. Okay. Nothing like a crazy person announcing their own clarity. Ha ha ha. That was a good line. (laughs) Mother trying to pry Norman's eyes open. I wanted to screenshot it and send it to everyone. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) K.O., you win the award. Yeah. For being the first to mention it. (laughs) Kale in the Beyond the Sea Room. Oh, and she says, I just did a rewatch and caught Norman picking up Marion's bra, filling it, and then dropping it before sitting on the bed. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. You. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Think unsexy thoughts. Think unsexy thoughts. <laughs> back, mother, back. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Gail. <laughs> All right. And our last one is on our Yes Mother page on Facebook from Iggy. Um, do I just read what Iggy? I didn't realize that hers was like a comment. I find it. <laughs> well, I found it. So it was someone asked how what we thought of Rihanna's act, acting and people were like, She did okay. I thought she stunk. She was okay, she stunk. Um and Iggy says Um, I thought she did great and pure revenge for her to kill Sam's car. <laughs> Those who know her artist persona would have loved it with all that drama from her Chris Brown days. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, she was sexy and her accent was good, considering she's from Jamaica, man. LOL. Oh, she so is. When, I didn't she's know Jamaican. That. I didn't know that. When she like talks in an interview, is she like all accenty? Jamaican? No clue. I guess I've never heard her talk except <laughs> for on this show. <laughs> we're so lame. <laughs> I know. We're lame. <laughs> we live in Utah. 
<laughs> it's not Utah. It's just we're middle-aged choices. women in Utah. <laughs> I like indie music. And <laughs> That's the thing. It's just not our kind of music either. Uh-huh. That's really mostly it. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, nope. <laughs> um, Iggy says you can't outshine Freddy, and that whole scene with the shower was well not from the movie so it was a remix pun intended (laughs) she must do a lot of remixes (laughs) i guess so uh it was a great it was a great diversion she survived and moved on that asshat sam got it and now norman can get with madeline and norma can get her thrills with the naked sam dead but still naked Are you suggesting necrophilia? (laughs) (laughs) This this could be my comic card for tonight. And my tweets. LOL, Susan Wright Reidman, Emily Wright View, your resident B&B guest Iggy, hashtag stabby, cracking up with that saying from the recent podcast. (laughs) Stabby. (laughs) Stabby. Well, thanks, Iggy. I don't think Norman's going to get with Madeline. No. I think romance is not going to be on his mind. and <laughs> There's going to be no time for that. <laughs> no. No. Because Madeline, yeah. <sighs> She's going to be looking for Sam. Yeah. Even though she's mad at him, I don't know. Or I don't know how they're gonna. I don't know what they're gonna do. I'm so excited. <laughs> I really feel like I'm at a loss. Yeah. I, I feel like I've lost my rudder, and not in a bad way. Huh. In an exciting way. Totally. Yeah. We have four more. I'm excited. I mean, it doesn't seem like a lot, but it's like, man, they pack a lot in. We've got, they do. You know? So, yay! I'm just appalled that it's like four more ever. I know. That's four. I don't, don't, I don't like thinking about it like that. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks for all the awesome feedback. Yeah, thank you. That was fun. This was definitely an episode. It brought... It brought people out that don't normally write in. It brought a brand new writer in. It, you know. Got you guys all out of the woodwork. Everyone, yeah. We we hardly ever hear from Chris and Kat and, you know, so everyone saw this and went, I've got to say something, which is <laughs> great. Yeah. Except for Matt. He, uh. He's entertaining right now and has no privacy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so. And he's gallivanting all around the western seaboard. Yeah, bummer we don't get to hear from Matt, but he can always, next time he sends his, you know, feedback. comments he might feel like he needs to make on this one. Totally. Certainly. Well, all right. Should we wrap this one up and Yep. Start again tomorrow. Start again tomorrow. So Alright. Alright.
I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. For a second there, I thought you'd disappear. It rains a lot this time of year. Then we both go together if one falls down. I talk out loud like you're still around. Yourself in my suitcase. I love.